0: Welcome back to the podcast that rocks weekly podcast that talks about the news in the world of rock metal alternative and everything in between with me again this week is go gretchen say hello gretchen hi gretchen there we go hi gretchen that was a little different okay so we're changing I it up now thank you again everyone for abiding through that whatever that nonsense was with my opening hopefully you all are doing well in 2020 thank you all to everyone that's listening to this that stopped by last week during rock coliseum 8 we had a great time we've loved all the participation We had over 400 people watching for well over 90 minutes, which is huge to have that many people consistently watch throughout, like in and out over time. So that's a big deal for us. And if you listen on the podcast forums for this podcast, Spotify, Spreaker, Apple, Google, whatever, you might have noticed a little bonus episode this past week. I put the audio of Rock Coliseum 8 as one full episode on the podcast feed. Some people asked about it. And I just figured that is a good idea. So it's up there now over two hours of just us talking about music. Bad impressions, dumb stories, making up fake deaths for bands. It's all there. So, yep, I'm a grown man, (laughs) and that's what I do for my show. (laughs) Hopefully, again, you guys are all doing well. We have some interesting things that have happened over the past, oh, few days, to say the least. Um, If you saw the... um, title of this week's episode you kind of know where this is going to steer and yeah there's no real creative way to say that the ceo of spotify has become this egomaniacal mr burns-esque character who really is just expecting more and more money from other people's work And I talked to Gretchen about this a little bit, and it just breaks down to about um, on the first, I believe it was, probably over the weekend. I think they said it on Friday, and then they started spreading it out over the weekend. Spotify CEO's stance on this, Daniel Ek, yes, Ek, E-K, he is legitimately a billionaire now. And deservedly so for making an app and running an organization and things like that, for something that's so well used by millions of people every day, and a resource for musicians to use, podcasters to use, to listen to audio anywhere, on any device almost. That's huge. His attitude now has become that of super wealthy I deserve all the money because this is what you use now and you should keep working harder and you don't deserve your share. The best quote from Daniel Eck to really sum this all up is that bands cannot record music once every three to four years and think that's going to be enough. And this is regarding um, Spotify payout rates to musicians per stream. It's gotten out of control. To sum up how badly bands artists are paid and i'm not talking about labels i'm not talking about production and hosting fees i'm talking about actual musicians that get paid in order for a band to get one dollar of streaming revenue they have to have a total of 229 streams on spotify (laughs) that's how much it breaks down to on average meaning Um, If your favorite band, which is just some lesser band, posts a new song and it gets played 229 times, you get a dollar. Hot dig. This has come under some controversy because this is also cheaper than some of the other streaming services, but it's also not the cheapest, believe it or not. It's Google Play Music is actually 147 streams for a dollar. Apple Music, which is doing much better at 136, which I am not a huge Apple fan, but I do I have to admit over the past year and a half, Apple Music has wildly improved their system, changed their <laughs> revenue. They're much better with their customers, and they have much better payouts, much better payouts. 136 streams per the dollar. I mean, compared yeah. to Spotify, that's way better yeah i mean think about that so um and then we keep going to like through things like that comparing that to youtube yeah spotify's wildly better than youtube for a song to be streamed on youtube for most bands and most youtubers this is probably a good way to see it you get one dollar for every 1449 views or streams on average now, that's ver- that varies wildly because YouTube videos aren't always songs. If the song goes over it's 10 minutes, then it's different because ads can take place. Different ads pour different revenues. So YouTube is very fluctuating on that. <laughs> Here's the situation, though. Spotify and all these streaming services are making the money. The massive amount of money made in the music industry is there. It's the artists and the bands that are not seeing the proper share. They aren't. I am not kidding when I say this. You can do all the stat work you want. You can all look this up. The music revenue income is comparable to that of decades ago of how much money is being spent on music. The problem... Back then, decades ago, the music was more directly funneled to the artists because of physical media, receipts, resale, things like that. Now, all the money is funneled through digital means and platforms, through streaming services, and it's funneled first through the company that hosts them. Spotify, Apple, Amazon, things like that. Then, that money, after their cut, goes to the label or the rights owners. Then it gets divvied divvied out through the label to band members or musicians and artists. There is a massive amount of money that is made off Spotify alone every year. It's insane. The bands are not even getting pennies on a dollar. If they were getting one penny per dollar made by Spotify, you better believe bands would be doing better right now. And that's not even close to what they're making. And that begs the big problem because Spotify CEO says if you want to make it in this industry, it's not that Spotify should be paying better source better shares or Amazon or any other streaming service. Bands need to pick more music. They need to be putting out more and churning out more because that's the way the system is now. <laughs> now, I'm not gonna go on a huge rant about Daniel Eck. I don't even know if that's really how you pronounce his last name. Eck E K. That's, that's it. Fine. it. Yeah, Ek, you know what? Ek, yeah. How awful is that? That is literally the working class you know, you'd be better off and have more money if you worked more hours throughout the day. Well, I'm already working two jobs. Well, do you need to sleep a full eight hours a night? It's that type of attitude. The the logic that, yeah, bands need to be playing. Thank you, thank you, JT. Google Play Music is being phased out in favor of YouTube music. Yes. Um, And that is unfortunate too, but I get it because YouTube is a totally wildly different um, platform than what Google Play Music does. And at least Google Play is separated more and it has been for a while. So it's awful, but I at least get the logic behind that. And YouTube Music pays pittance. Oh, it's terrible. So it really does suck. Thank you again, JT, for the super chat. I really do feel, however... That logic is so terrible. So the problem isn't that... I always go to the default of Spanish love songs. They're like a younger band. They're a newer band that got everything halted in 2020. When 2020 really should have been their shining breakout year. After such a killer album that came out to high praise. And it's going to make the end the year-end list of best albums of the year. If not best album of the year for a lot of art-like critics. Here's the thing. They now are at home... Recording cover songs and working on new music through Patreon, and that's it. So everyone listening to their music on Spotify, the problem isn't that they weren't getting paid on Spotify, the problem was they weren't putting enough music on Spotify. No, that's not the problem! You don't expect every band and musician out there to rush out more new music just to be able to make minimum wage. No! No! And it also it would if this Daniel Eck was like also just a working class, he was making like a salary a year, at least then I would get the argument. no, he is oh, I didn't see the number I saw before. he is a legitimate billionaire. he is valued at billions now because of this system in Spotify. This is literally the hilarious type of conversation of saying it's the billionaire telling all his workers and all his contributors how to work and how to be rich and you know the issue isn't that you musicians down there using my service you won't hear me put any of my music i don't care but the problem is you're just not putting enough out there hop to it oh you want more money for the music you already put out there no never Eck, who, who as of 2020 is reportedly worth four billion with a B dollars, concluded by saying, "I feel really that the ones that aren't doing well in streaming are predominantly people who want to release music the way it used to be released, meaning you work on an album for six months to a year, push that album out to, and release it, and six, to mo- six months to a year is an average, hard average. Usually, it's longer." <laughs> and then you tour promoting that album for another year. He's saying that is archaic and a thing of the past. The article goes on to say that this, like many articles are saying this right now, but Dan X comments have not been well received by musicians. David Crosby called a called X an obnoxious, greedy little expletive. Mike Mills of REM replied similarly, telling Ed to go faith himself. (laughs) By the way, these are not lower musicians who are just trying to make it by and trying to become make a voice for themselves. These are voices David Crosby, Mike Mills of R.E.M. These are multimillionaires with platinum selling albums themselves. Even they're saying, "No, this guy's full of it. What the heck's wrong with you?" <laughs> uh, it's it's going to get worse. I know D Snyder was saying some stuff about him too. D Snyder's been a great voice about this like fighting the system. Oh my gosh, everything about this is awful. And is Spotify a great platform and an application to use for music? Absolutely. But when you, even when you pay for your stream, you know your money is not going to your favorite bands, no matter how much you're favoring, playing your favorite bands. It's going to Mr. Eck. And that kind of sucks. And also, Spotify favors mostly podcasters now because podcasts are so much easier to produce on and host on Spotify because the royalties don't have to pay it out nearly as much. Spotify benefits way more than um, on podcasts than musicians do, meaning that podcasts really benefit Spotify completely because all that Spotify, like all that revenue that goes to Spotify then doesn't have to be funneled out and distributed towards labels, publications, things like that. It just goes back to whoever hosts it and here's the deal when is the next step and i see some people in the chat were are bringing this up when is the next step of bands saying no we're not going to be on spotify anymore it doesn't even have to be they don't have to leave apple or amazon music i've used amazon music in the past as well um not the best application unfortunately on cell phones it mm-hmm. might be it probably is different for different phones though um when is the next step of one big name, one big band, one big artist saying, No, Spotify, you've gone too far? And I see some people saying Taylor Swift in the chat. If Taylor Swift took her stuff back off Spotify, would there be a change? I don't know. Mm. I don't know. And Gretchen's a b- much bigger Taylor Swift fan than I am. I'm not sure it's a hard uh, i know it's a hard one yeah go ahead because like she wasn't on it and then she was so like would it make a difference i think the only way it would make a difference is if she made a statement about it too she made a full campaign about anti-spotify saying listen guys spotify is screwing every music all your favorite musicians over I don't want to be a part of it. I'll keep posting myself on Apple Music, on Amazon, and mm-hmm. make it, and that would make the other platforms more competitive. Meaning, the payouts for other platforms would be better. And that way, people with Spotify would have to adjust, adjust it because of the markets. That's some way how. But that's the only way I really see that. And all those boxes have to be checked. And it has to be a name as big as Taylor Swift. Yeah. I love Spanish love songs, but a Spanish love song is about to try that. Daniel X going to go, Who? There's no other way. That's just how it is. Oh, and yeah, Napster. I see the Napster argument now of like illegal downloading stuff. Illegal downloading still happens too. Oh yeah. The thing is, it's a totally that's point has now become so irrelevant in 2020 that now with streaming music, even if you pay for your stream, the money's not going to who you think it does, and that's what sucks. It should. The system's already in place for that to happen. I'm not kidding when I say this. Doing the math, looking at the revenue payouts, Spotify could quadruple their ad, their revenue payouts to artists overnight for every stream, and Spotify would still be making a massive profit. Yeah. That's how little they're paying them. And if you want to break it down that way, think of it more like this. by stream counts and things like that for Spotify. If instead of having to make 229 streams just to make a dollar, divide that by four. And then you have something else to work with. So say then, oh, you actually only have to do like 50 or 60 streams to make a dollar. That is way more understandable than at that point think how many mm-hmm. lives would be changed if they did that implemented that system and again the system's already there that's just recalculating the math and the payout formula that's it and that's like literally just raising numbers and like re- renegotiating payouts and things like that The system's already there to do that there's nothing stopping them mm-hmm. Uh, thank you again jt uh I use Spotify, but I also use Bandcamp. Yeah, Bandcamp is a smart way to go. If you actually want to download, like pay for albums, the money goes directly to the artist that way. And many big bands have Bandcamp too, like Korn and other stuff like that. They have actual Bandcamps you can use. Just download the music directly from their, their system, their accounts. They see a massive amount of the share then. It's huge. <sighs> it just, it, it really got, it really caught me by surprise. It made me feel a little bit sick. And then it made me realize how bad the system is because of the elites up top demanding how things be and then condescending to all the musicians and the artists saying how they need to work if they want to have a chance to succeed. It's not, Spotify is not meant to help musicians and bands it's it's it is kind of made to help podcasters but it's not made to help and support people musicians trying to share their work and get heard and have people buy their music and that's what sucks and yes i'm aware of the irony that some people will be hearing this podcast on spotify i'm very aware i don't directly post to spotify i post through rss And then I just upload through RSS, and it shares it out to all the um, different streaming services. Boy, oh boy. I think that really is that, that situation where I think a huge name would have to make a stand, and then their following would have to be supportive of it. And then the big jump in other streaming platforms making success off of that, forcing Spotify to change, is the only way things are going to change. Yep. someone just put up a great comment in the chat room too spotify should have bumped their payouts for quarantine being people can't tour yeah this would have been the time to do it think about i think how much spotify could have been heroes if it like in april they said listen the world's going to change for the rest of 2020 we need to bump up our payouts now even if they didn't like quadruple it which they could have and still seen a massive profit what if they just doubled it double Think how much better off so many bands and artists would be right now. Jeez. I don't know. It's a awful situation. It sucks. And it's what we have right now. And with people like Daniel Eck valued at $4 billion in the year 2020 where more and more layoffs are coming by the thousands every day. Man, oh man. What's his advice? Work more. It sucks. That's just how it is. I Sometimes I think about going back to uh, Amazon Music Unlimited because I had that for three months. I already have Amazon Prime anyway. I don't have an iPhone, so working with um, my Galaxy and Apple Music is probably not going to be ideal if you get that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the answer is because I want to support bands. And yeah, I do get the argument too. If more people actually paid for their Spotify stream... How much that would help? Yes, it would. But again, <laughs> that money's not going to the artist. It's going to Mr. Eck. It's going to Spotify. It's going to labels. And yeah, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his name does sound icky. It really does. I, I know. Uh, it's inf- it's. I've had time to calm down about this because it really just, it shocked me. It's awful. So this has been the discussion over the music business and the industry right now in the state of 2020. It's not going to be fixed overnight, and it's going to take some massive movement to do that. So, who knows? Let's talk about some other fun things, though. Let's talk about good things. And I can honestly say this. A man I call a friend, and a man that tolerates my bad humor, Corey Taylor, has released two new songs off his upcoming solo album, CMFT. (laughs) Boy, oh boy, do people have thoughts about these songs, and understandably so, everyone. Trust me. I get it. Gretchen has thoughts, too. And I'll give my thoughts first. Um, The the two songs that have been released are Black Eyes Blue and CMFT Must Be Stopped. Very briefly, the song Black Eyes Blue that's getting already attention on SiriusXM, that's been getting (laughs) circulated with a lyric video online, this is for all you Stone Sour fans. That is the best way to put it. Corey's got a good voice, good groove to it, good flow. This really feels like cory making a stone sour Kusk song but just being himself making it however he wants and that's why it's Corey taylor's solo track so i enjoy it now we go to cmft must be stopped the uh, makeshift title track of the upcoming solo album this song has everything It's all over the place. And if you see the music video, it has even more. You. Crazy verses, hip hop bars, rhyming, chanting chorus, verses again, two rap solos from Kid Bookie and from Tech Nine, and more chanting, profanity. And then you watch the music video, you see Cherry Bombs, you see Corey Taylor's solo backing band, which features Tooch from Stone Sour and his best friend, Jason Christopher, and many other people. I was wondering who was actually playing the instruments. Yeah, one of them is the guitarist from Stone Sour. He's also doing the guitar work, helping with the guitar work for Corey's solo album and many other people too. And then you get to the music video where, since it's 2020, everyone was willing to, like, record themselves mm-hmm. giving a cameo. And I mean everyone. There's no way I could even list them off because there's so many and you miss them all. Lizzy, you got Lizzie Hale. Uh, Ian from... An- Scott Ian from Anthrax. You have so... Um, Randy Blythe. Gretchen, do you remember any of the other people? Because there's, like, literally dozens oh, and dozens there's so, the, there so many that just flash on screen it's re- I'm sure. It's like a top comment on the video i hope so and i'll link <laughs> to, to the I, I will link to the video in the youtube comments in the pin comment on the youtube page for this podcast episode <laughs> oh it's so many and here's the thing it's a f- i don't hate the song at all it's just all over the place like you can break it down and count like seven specific segments you know? hmm And it's... I could see it being a blast live. That's what I can actually see, like, in a solo tours that he does. hmm Like, having the, chant single, the crowd chant along for some of those parts. It's just such a barrage of everything for five minutes. It's a five-minute track. <laughs> oh, man, it's so much. I don't know what I was expecting. I was not expecting that. I don't hate it. I just... ...am overwhelmed, it's sensory overload... ...you don't give... ...you're not given a second to breathe... ...and I say this... ...out of total honesty... ...that's Corey Taylor... ...that is how his mind works... Five different places at the same time... ...going full speed and loving every second of it... (laughs) ...and I mean that as a compliment too... ...this song really is... ...it embodies... ...how Corey Taylor works... ...thinks, performs, everything... He wants all the things all the time, and he's able to focus on so many things, and he refuses to step aside and only focus on one thing. And I think one of the best things you can say about this song, whether you like it or not, I've seen... I Listen, I've seen many arguments for and against.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You're not bored when listening to this. So. And I really do... I'm interested. I'm very interested to see how people will react to the solo album, which comes out October second, day before my birthday. Happy birthday! Uh, we're not there yet, so I'm not. <laughs> I'm not as that old yet. So <laughs> celebrate with me on October third when I turn twenty-five. Uh. <laughs> Gretchen, why did you laugh at that? What, what was funny about that sentence? Oh, nothing, dear. Okay, thank you, darling. So, on October 2nd, that solo album will come out. The album's already finished. It'll be interesting to hear what people think about it. Because Corey Taylor wanted to make a fun album trying something new. He did not want to do a format. And Corey made some comments about that a little bit. Because rock bands, especially the radio rock bands, and I've been harping on that for the last two years about mainstream Everyone wants the formula because they know the formula gets attention on radio, and that's how they make money. So, are you going to be the consistent Breaking Benjamin or Three Days Grace who turn out the same song? But, you know you'll get attention for it. You will. hmm I mean, if Breaking Benjamin really tried to sit down and tried to do something daring and really tried to shake things up, their fans would still be supportive of it, so nothing's stopping them. And again, I don't hate breaking Benjamin, but I would be, I am the first to say they have a formula. Yeah, oh yeah. So, I don't know. Baby metal. Someone just said baby metal's another great great cameo in there. That was an unexpected oh, yeah. one. <laughs> again, there's no way. Like, you you could offer Gresham and I 1000 dollars if we can come up with every cameo in the next 10 minutes. We still couldn't do it. No way. Nope. Not a chance. Ugh, so. Looking at that, though, I am very interested to hear what people's thoughts are on both songs. If you haven't heard them yet, I'll leave links to both of them. Black Eyes Blue is the more Stone Sour-esque track, and that's getting attention now on SiriusXM. CMFT <laughs> is getting attention, and is getting all the attention for good and bad reasons. People are giving their thoughts about it all over social media. It's wild. The music video is wilder. It's, again, you're not bored with it. I'm somewhere in the middle, but I do like Black Eyes Blue. It's just so much to take in with CMFT Must Be Stopped. It was very unexpected. Yes, yes, that's a good way to put it too. But again, Corey Taylor doesn't want to do the standard, and I applaud that. I would rather have someone try something like this than do the same thing for decades. Mm-hmm. And to someone, uh, like this is something he wants to do exactly. You and know? you could you could tell this is a passion project he's been wanting to do for yeah. a long time, and he's put everything into it. So I can't knock that. Also, um, I, I apologize. I'm terrible with pronunciation of a lot of names. Neen, I believe it says Breaking Benjamin isn't bad. I don't think they're bad. I just have a problem with the same format forever. I will say one positive about Breaking Benjamin: seeing them live many times they put on a great live show and they've gotten better with their live show as Benjamin Burnley has gained more confidence over the years and now has lights on him and, you know, things like that. Because Breaking Benjamin was not always good live, but over the last few years, ever since the reformation and getting new band members and work with him and ironing out the kinks, he puts on a great live show now. So Mm -hmm. that's one awesome thing about that. As we move on, um, I want to make sure I point this out very quickly. For the Billboard Mainstream Top 3 of the week... It was the same as last week. No change. So I'll just briefly go over that. Number three is Gretchen's besties and favoritist band, Shined Out with Atlas Falls. At number two, a little bit off by Five Finger Death Punch. And at number one, Death by Rock and Roll by The Pretty Reckless. So they've had the number one song for two weeks in a row. Good for them. Yeah, I did not think they would have number one for two weeks in a row. So I'm very happy with that. I'm totally fine Mm -hmm. with that too. Because again, there's nothing really like Death by Rock and Roll on radio right now. There's not, there really isn't. So I'm fine with it. That's great. Moving on. And we'll go through this also very briefly because there's not much to go on. Unfortunately, Gojira are teasing something and they've been very cryptic about it on a, uh, yeah, exactly. Very cryptic on their teasing online with the hashtag another place to be with just showing like a looped video. It looks like we might be getting new Gojira sooner than later. And that's what I'm hoping because it's been over four years since their last album. And we might be getting some French medals sooner than later. I am all for that. um Gretchen and I first got to see Gojira live last year at Sonic Temple. That was the first time we both saw them live. I, if that was the first time you saw them live, too, correct? Yeah. Okay. And we saw. Chris- I surprised it was the first time you had seen them live. It was the first time I saw them live as well. Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. And then I saw him live again at NotFest Roadshow, but that's yeah. a different story. Um, but yeah, uh, we both saw Christian get immolated and set on fire on stage. Oh, wow, that's hard to think that that was, the first, the, that right. that was yeah. the first time that we had ever seen him in yep. caught fire. Oh, they made a performance. They made an <laughs> impression on us, but he soldiered on. He went back on stage after being caught on fire, and <clears throat> they finished, and no more pyro or technic... Uh, no more pyro or fireworks for the rest of the day. Boy, oh boy. Yeah, I know. It. Yeah, no other no, bands had it because of that. And be, like Disturbed was pl- was headlining that night. Disturbed had a very stripped down show because of that. And it had to do with the reason why I was... Go ahead. No, I was just saying it was very strange to see them. Without anything. Yeah, I agree. Because, like, the reason why it was so windy in Columbus, Ohio last year, that's why the wind, like, pushed all the fire back into the band, pretty much. Because Gojira loves them some pyro. And so Disturbed um, had a very bare-bones, no-production type show. And they still performed with the same energy. They sounded fine, but it was visibly, from the opening seconds, very different. So... Just interesting that that works. That was over a year ago. Time flies when you live in 2020. Or it doesn't. We're all stuck. Who knows? What's time anymore? (sighs) So, one cool thing that did get announced, though, for all of you uh, festival lovers on the other side of the ocean in the UK, Download Fest 2021 has been announced. And they have a killer lineup for three days. I mean, this thing's a beast. It's the first weekend of June, June 4th through 6th. I'm going to see if I can switch this over for the YouTube audience, for people that are watching live and watch this on YouTube itself. And I'll try to read some of these off for everyone that's listening on the podcast as I go over here. Headlined by Kiss, Biffy Clyro, and System of a Down, three days of download festival across four stages, also including A Day to Remember, Deftones, Korn, Gojira, Volbeat, Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes, Killswitch Engage, Mastodon, Steel Panther, The Darkness, The Distillers, Feudal for a Friend, Miles Kennedy Performing Two Shows, Solo Shows, Rise Against, The Pretty Reckless, Black Veiled Brides, Airborne, Lacuna Coil, Skillet's Baroness, one of my favorites, Of Mice and Men, Marianas Trench, Creeper, who just had a big, big week this past week with the release of their new album, their number two in the UK, of all music, which is enormous, Sleep Token, Sepultura, Obituary, and many, many more. That is a massive festival. That's impressive. Yeah. I'm... If it was feasibly possible and I was closer, I'd totally be down for going because I know Gretchen would love to go back to UK someday. Mm-hmm. I would as, I've would. i never been. I would always be willing to go. I don't know when I'd be able to go, but man, I would love to. Um, Download Fest sounds amazing. I mean, Gretchen knows how big of a Deftones, Deftones fan I am. Yeah. And I'm sure there's a lot of stuff she'd be up for this as well. Have you ever seen Kiss Live? I have not. KISS is exactly what you think they would be live. Lots of showing off. Music's a little bit secondary, but it's the show that you go to see, and that's exactly what it is. And you get exactly what you want when you go to see KISS live. And System of a Down um, with their crazy drummer who... Man, oh man. The fact that that band could still perform together after all the things their drummer said, you know proves that they are a unit working to look past their differences. Man. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I don't even know what else to say about that. So uh, as we move on, there is some unfortunate news, but like one of the bands at Download Fest is a Day to Remember. And this past week, we got some news about a Day to Remember's bassist being accused of sexual misconduct claims. That's right. And Josh Woodward Woodard, excuse me, not Woodward, Josh Woodard, has denied all allegations of sexual misconduct. He has made a statement openly on Twitter saying, let me be clear that the events described never happened and these allegations are false. The allegations are that a a woman came forward saying that she was 16 years old and inebriated when Woodard tried to take advantage of her. Mm. And... The rest of Josh Woodard's uh, tweet says, Up until now, I have remained silent because I do not feel it was appropriate to handle or debate this situation on social media. Addressing this is my personal responsibility, and I have chosen to defend myself through the proper legal channels. Aside from releasing this statement, I will continue dealing with this matter privately in order to protect myself and my family. He has denied everything that was out, all- like all the allegations and the original tweet um, accusing him of doing such has been deleted. <laughs> So, I don't remember when the original tweets were said, if they were a couple of weeks ago when all these allegations were coming out, like against other bands. Mm-hmm. But boy, oh boy. Um, is this possible that this is part of the reason why A Day to Remember has been library silence on anything coming up? Mm hmm. It's, think about that. it's possible. I mean, if there was a legit reason, that'd be one of them. Hey, yeah. um, we have to finish this album and figure out how we're going to make it and produce it because we're nine months behind. But now our basis is in this kind of trouble. We have to put things on mm-hmm. the side to make sure he's taken care of, too. Dang, I didn't And make what, yeah, yeah, I know. And that's where I'm at, too, because Gretchen and I have joked both in person, over Discord, and just in text of saying, when's a day to remember going to do something? I don't know. It's hard to say. It's like my thoughts of that in, I have no idea what to believe anymore about this. It's very different than when um, the singer of Attila and the drummer of Attila were accused and had proof brought against them and other band members as well in different bands that have mm-hmm. come out like swimmers. Holy crap. So it's very different The situation like this where that original tweet was deleted from the person accusing them. And I will say this whether it happened or not josh probably did the right thing making the (coughs) one-time address and then actually just leaving it at that so i have no idea do we have an update on new music no do we have an update on album artwork or track listing no we know the album title unless they change that welcome home would it be someone saying just have them step out for now um It wouldn't be the worst idea for him to step out, but there's nothing to step out from. No one's touring. So it is a little bit different for that, too. So I have no idea what to expect or what to say out of that. It's going to be a situation of more news as it develops. But boy, oh boy, allegations like that are serious, and it does at least seem like he's taking it serious. Again, he's denied everything. So we'll just have to wait and see. It sucks. It really does suck. Uh, my apologies my dog barked what does ivan think about the whole data remember situation in general well he thinks that it's absolute crap that we don't have a new album yet ivan are you disappointed that we were supposed to have an album back in november he's incredibly disappointed oh man now we're disappointing good ivan oh uh, right yeah that's a that, and that's one ivan that's always happy man <laughs> uh, who knows it's again 2020 is a wild ride it's only beginning of august we got plenty of time to go uh who knows um just to give an idea as we start wrapping things up um one cool thing um my um someone just brought up a good question um is a data remember going to be put in Crash's bin? you'd have to ask crash and that's again a situation where only as news develops so Who knows? Uh, For for those who aren't aware, Crash Thompson has the bin where he talks, where he literally lists bands that he will never talk about again once he puts them in there. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. And he's kept to it, too. So, hopefully not. But, you know, who knows? A day to remember is trying to make the next Chinese democracy. That's ridiculous, but kind of funny. So, anyway, moving on, just as we start to wrap up, um, one cool thing to expect, Gretchen... And I made a video for Gretchen's channel, which we will be reacting to tattoos on famous musicians. We got a big old collection. We sat down and went through them one by one of many different band members. Wild tattoos. Some are cool. Some are creative. Some are weird. And some are ridiculous. (laughs) I feel like that's fair to say. You can expect to see that on Gretchen's channel. Um, in the next little bit, she's still working on it, so no hard ETA on that, but it is coming. Um, I just have to say thank you to everyone that suggested stuff, because we posted that call out on Twitter, mostly. Um, if it's if it gets a good enough reaction, then we might do a part two, because there is no shortage of band member tattoos and musician well, tattoos and to work even, with. We didn't even get through half of no. what was suggested, no. and yeah. I'm... Working on an hour's worth of footage. Right. So we had a good time. Um, so man, oh man, there will be some unfortunate censoring because to keep this for YouTube, yeah, because both uh, body parts of f- band members have to be censored and the tattoos themselves on some musicians have to be censored so yeah well we'll leave oh, yeah, it. i'm glad you said that i forgot about the the tattoo one yeah so just as a heads I up i've gotten there yet to edit in but no i get that I but you s- reminded me absolutely <laughs> oh i do not want you to have to deal with that on youtube situation hey um you're posting something very inappropriate on your channel dang it so right, oops, not bad. but again uh, yeah, adam levine boy oh boy if there was ever a musician who had the drunk frat boy tattoos as we coined them at the super bowl halftime riffage last year it feels so weird to think about that it was over a year ago, but yeah. Uh, Adam Levine, every soccer mom's favorite man. Yeah. yeah, he is. I think that's fair to say. So, um, Other than that, I'm working on the new Avatar album review for um, Hunter Gatherer. That should be out Thursday. I'm hoping to have that for patrons tomorrow. So if you're on the Patreon for Rock, you'll see that tomorrow. Then for everyone else on Thursday, hopefully. Um, as well as I'll have some other stuff. The next list video I'm going to be doing after I finish the Avatar video is 10 amazing live albums in rock. And this could be a series if I get a good enough reaction from it. So I'll just be going, just listing out 10 amazing live albums because I've never really got to talk about that too much. And there are many. I mean, when you think of Russian Rio, when you think about many other things, there's a lot to talk about. So expect that in the next couple of weeks. And then I'll have more from there. Gretchen has fun stuff coming up on her channel too. Hopefully that tattoo video, I don't embarrass myself too much. And also I have crazy hair right now because I haven't gotten a haircut since March. (laughs) My hair is out of control and you'll see me in full form with my hair just all over the place. And I think that's all for new music and any music news going on right now. Thank you guys again for all your help and your support listening live, supporting the channel, supporting the main channel, listening on the podcast forums. Again, you can check out Rock Coliseum 8 on YouTube over two and a half. It was about two and a half hours just of us going through everything. And you can hear that on Spotify if you just want to do the audio for hearing us laugh about music and stuff. Thank you guys again. Gretchen, is there anything you would like to end with? Same stuff as always. What would that be? Wash your hands, wear a mask, social distance. And before we end, um, I, this is not music related. I was with Gretchen this past weekend and we saw the perfect example of someone who does not social distance. We saw a man walk into a gas oh. station with um, not even concealed carry, a gun holster hanging out of his cargo shorts pocket, no mask, jet tank top, walking in and i said yep 2020 america the man who has to have a like an actual revolver style gun or not revolver but an actual gun to walk into a gas station barely dressed barely dressed but no mask and that's where we live in right now he didn't come out with a monster though no he didn't you remember what he did come out with wasn't it like the Gatorade? It was the Mountain Dew game oh, fuel. Mouth. He couldn't yeah. even get the Kyle drink right. He got like, <laughs> he got, he went full Bubba. He just wanted, he got, he walked in with his gun and he walked out with Mountain Dew game fuel and no mask. Oh
1: uh, oh
0: so that's Bubba. 2020. And you know what? He didn't probably wash his hands in a good long while. And he's not wearing a mask. And you know, he could not care less about social distancing. So. Eh, no. if you want concerts back in 2021 tell your friends to wear a mask (laughs) by the okay we'll end on this i saw um a radio dj in st louis lux she she shared another post on her instagram feed someone on twitter said from now on i've been paying my children toddlers and young kids 50 cents every time we're in public and they point out and shout out at someone mommy why isn't he wearing a mask Oh, my God. That is genius parenting, and it's getting those kids to do it, and it's getting those people who are getting called out by little kids. That's awesome. I love it. Oh, my gosh. I think it's great. great. I think it's great. So we'll wrap up. Thank you all again for listening live. I know there's a lot going on right now, but we appreciate you taking the time to listen with us. Let us know your thoughts on the whole Spotify situation, because, boy, oh, boy, it's not going away anytime soon. Blah. 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 That was it?